You're listening to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Ryan and Kayla North, hosted by Chris Turner, a One Big Happy Home production. This podcast equips parents to empower their children and build healthy relationships throughout the home in order to see lasting change and thrive as a family. This is for families of all kinds, especially those who are parenting kids through adoption, foster care, kinship care, or in the process. This podcast is a trust-based, trauma-informed, connected parenting resource. To learn more, visit OneBigHappyHome.com. Greetings and welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. Joining me once again are Ryan and Kayla North. Hey guys. Hey Chris. As always, Chris, it's nice to be with you. Oh my gosh, we're all laughing because Ryan said get the wiggles out before he hit record and Chris just like did the most hilarious dance that I wish we'd been recording before he did it. Well, you know, I kind of, kind of figured, you know, what, what would my kids do in that kind of situation? They would, you know. Get the wiggles out. Oh, there we go. They, I, now we, we got the wiggles it. Out. We got it recorded. There you go. That's so hilarious. Of course, yeah. you know, you have to be a Patreon subscriber to actually see it, so... If you really want to see Chris yeah, wiggle. So if, uh, yeah, so... Yeah, I mean, like, your feelings would be hurt when nobody wants to see Chris wiggle. <laughs> my feelings would not be hurt at all, as a matter of fact. Uh, I, mean, I feel like, Maybe we oh, can that just kinda... clip it and make it a meme and just put it out on social media just so everybody can That's... actually see it. Oh, yes. All right, that is within my power. The... <laughs> Maybe it'll show up on social media. Oh yes, Kayla, what a delicious idea! Okay, we got to get we got to get to the point now because we're a minute and twenty seconds into this thing, (laughs) and and we were recently at an event where uh, (laughs) a wife told us that she told her husband, "You need to listen to these episodes; they're good." And he said, "You just need to go like skip the first seven minutes because they just visit." (laughs) So uh, we're not doing that in this episode because we visited ahead of time and got (laughs) all caught up, and then we got our wiggles out, and now we're ready to go. So I don't care how how you're doing. But wait, one moment. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't care how you are. I know how oh. Kayla is. I'm oh, good. I know how you yeah, are. I'm good. Well, we've already talked yeah, about Chris, all that. You, yeah, we get that out of the way. Yeah, yes, right. we're fine. So okay. the thing we're going to talk about that's not chit-chat yes. is, uh, well, how to phrase this delicately. Just um, <laughs> uh, swing for I, the fences, I, man. I think I think those of us in uh, in adoption, foster care, kinship care, uh, especially when you're dealing with multiple children, there is always that one who mm-hmm. you are going to struggle with more so than any of the others. Sometimes combined. Yes. Mm. Did and we agree so, to limit this to children? <laughs> well, it is a parenting so podcast, Kayla, so perhaps we should. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Kayla can't complain about me. Is Correct. We'll no, think I, is we, uh, I won't complain about you. Okay. Okay. That's for my other then, podcast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I can participate. Kayla's like, I'm available to be on any moms or marriage podcast to talk about my husband. <laughs> there you go. Oh, we're, my we're always We're always looking for sideline opportunities, yes. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, so Chris, one of the reasons that that I love this this idea of this topic is because, oh, you know, fifteen or twenty years ago, I was told this by a pastor um, that the best sermons is when 
you're honest about what you need to hear in your life, and then you write the sermon for yourself, and then you share it with the congregation on Sunday. And, okay. and I feel like this, the, I feel like this topic's one of those things because um, <coughs> all of us, our natural inclination is to avoid things that are difficult, right? That's just that's just the way human beings are wired. We avoid things that are difficult. But the truth of the matter is, um, you know, if you've ever taken like any kind of um, not. I don't know if these this this principle is taught in self defense classes. Maybe it is, but any kind of of training um, where where you might be uh, in a situation where somebody has you like in a hold or some kind of restraint or or, or somebody's biting you or whatever, the thing that they teach you and and I never forget this about the bite that if that if somebody bites your arm, you're going to want to rip away, but if you try to rip away, they're going to clamp down even harder. The way mm-hmm. to get out of a bite is you push into the bite and which then goes forces puts pressure on the biter's jaw and their mouth opens and so more the way to dog, solve that re- but sure no i'm um, more for a dog they actually t- teach this in in classes um for foster helping parents. We're like, yeah with for, for oh, foster okay. parents. like if somebody bites you yeah no that this is real I've, I've been in this class i'm not like making this up as a for instance and they say, like, you got to push into it because when you p- lean into the thing that you want to pull away from, you actually get the result that you're looking for. Um, since nobody said amen, I'm just going to say that again. If you <laughs> lean into the thing that you want to avoid, you end up getting the results you want. And I think that's true in relationships, too. I think this is the most counterintuitive thing that I talk to parents about and that I try and remind myself of because most people, when they get that kid that they really are struggling with, the leaning in is, does not come naturally. Instead, it is the pull away. It is the, I don't want to be around you because you make me crazy. I don't want to be around you because you say things that are not kind. You do things that drive me bananas. You, um, you know, I, all the th- reasons why this kid is our most challenging kid makes us want to do exactly that. We want to pull away and not lean in um, because it seems counterintuitive. It's like, well, if I don't like being around them, why would I be around them? You know, <laughs> right. like I don't like it. I want to be, a- I want to go away. And while that, that might be the with, case. With the, that's what yeah. we are with adults, right? Especially right. adults well, that we don't live with. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. And that might be the case when it's like somebody that you don't, you're not in like close relationship with like you, you come across somebody and they're abrasive and you may not feel like the relationship's worth it. And you're Mm. like, I I mean, if you, if you felt like it was worth it, then you would lean in and you would say, I'm going to give them another chance or I'm going to try again or whatever. But the K with our kids, the relationship's worth it, you know? And so we do say we're going to lean in. I thought we weren't going to talk about marriage, but but let's do it uh, because that's because no, that's actually good advice, Kayla. What you said though, because if your spouse is working on your last nerve, mm-hmm. take him out to dinner. Like like yeah. like, like and, and and you know I think I think we've been pretty decent about being pretty open about our about our lives over here. And I mean there have been and I, I think that uh, and and um, only those who see this video will know whether she nods or shakes her head. Um, but but <laughs> but I think that that relationally we're in a great place. Um, yeah. but I think in, in times there where there've been some struggles and we've kind of been working on each other's nerves and we said, okay, we need to make us a priority and we're going to have set weekly times where we don't get interrupted 
and where we're just going to be together and connect and, and spend some time together. Um, and I think that's helped a lot. And so, and mm -hmm. so, you know, so that's, just, that's just, I mean, it's, it doesn't just hold for your kids though, but like you said, this is about parenting. And so, you know, um, and I think part part of the the difficulty is actually kind of generating that desire in yourself to be with somebody that's just really bugging you. Yeah, it's it's that getting up in the morning and and telling yourself, I am going to do this today because I'm an adult. I am going to do this today because the relationship matters. And maybe you put post-it notes on your bathroom mirror. So when you walk in the mirror, you've got that kid's name and something that you're going to do with that kid to connect with them that day, or you've got, you know, or take the dry erase markers and write on the bathroom mirror. I will connect with and fill in the blank with the kid's name. Child you know? like, yeah. I mean, you, you, whatever you need to do to remind yourself, like this kid needs something, you know, and mm. what I've, I've had done in parent coaching sessions, I've had, you know, Moms who will be like, but it's from the moment they get out of bed. And I'm like, <laughs> right. then you got to walk into that room when you go in to wake them up in the morning with something fun and connecting to do immediately. So their eyes open and it is something they want to do with you. Um, and you just start from there. You just, you have to be proactive and you have to just go in saying, I'm going to connect with this kid, not yo, get out of bed, kid. You know, like, don't yell up the stairs. Hey, it's time to get up. You know, or if you don't come downstairs in two minutes, you're going to walk to school or whatever. You know, like the things that we do in the morning because we're rushing around and we're trying to get our kids moving. That's not the way to start the day with the kid that you're struggling to connect with, right? You walk into their room and you've got something. Hey, good morning. I brought you a cup of tea this morning. Or, hey, I'm wow. waking you up a few minutes early so we can play go fish before school today. Or, you know, something that says to that kid, oh, my gosh, immediately connection. Immediately. Yeah. I am loved. I am cared for. Now, they may throw the go fish cards in your face. They may not want the connection. You know, they may dump the tea over because they're grouchy in the morning. But you can start with that in mind and just tell yourself, even if they don't accept my efforts, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep yeah. moving forward. But, you know, Kayla, when you were talking and you said something that I think is really, really valuable, um, you said, you know, you're the parent, you're the adult, just make the choice to do it. Um, I, I remember reading years ago, somebody said, you know, I wanted to become a morning person. I'm not a morning person. And I tried all these strategies and I read all the advice and I tried to put some things in place, but then it occurred to me, but I was an adult and I just needed to decide to get out of bed in the morning. And she said, that's what worked for her. And that sounds great. But the truth of the matter is that you don't have the capacity to say things like, I'm an adult, I choose to do this if you're not emotionally healthy. Uh, and, you know, I mean, that's just the reality, the reality of it. Because what I realized um, as, as I am emotionally healthier today than I was five years ago, um, because part of that was realizing that that at some point having the, the smart part of your brain tell the emotional part of your brain to sit down. Like, I hear you, but you need to go back to the kiddies' table. The adults are in charge. Um, is, is, is a place where people can get when they're emotionally healthy and mentally healthy and physically healthy and spiritually healthy. And so when, when I use the word healthy, 
I mean, those four things. Um, but it is a journey. And, and if you cannot be at a place where you say, well, today I choose that no matter what, what, what happens when I open that bedroom door and say, morning, sunshine, I choose to respond with kindness. Like if you can't do that, or if you say you're going to do that and five seconds into that, you're exploding, um, then it's a pretty good indicator that you might want to dig a little bit and understand why, why that's difficult for you. I um, I came across a post on Instagram. There's a, an account called Raising Yourself um, that I, you know, sometimes will I, like I follow on Instagram. I perked up when you said that. Yeah, it's I perked raising, up. That's a fantastic. Raising underscore yourself is the, you know, uh, and I've just been following it for a little bit, but the this was the post that I read today that I thought this was really good. It said, I knew I was growing as a parent when I realized I could no longer justify or defend my grown-up meltdowns in response to my child's meltdowns. As adults, Whoa. we have more power, resources, and the ability to make a conscious choice in how we respond to our kids' tsunami of emotions. Is it easy? Absolutely not. Is it worth it? Without a doubt. Okay, hold on. Everything before as adults. Could you just read that again? Because that was like that. I mean, the, the explanation is, is good, but the, the like the stuff before the explanation is fantastic. So I knew I was growing as a parent when I realized I could no longer justify or defend my grown-up meltdowns in response to my child's meltdowns. Wow. Yeah. Hey. Um. Yeah. Wow. So, I thought that um, was really good. I thought it was relevant. When we started talking, I thought, I'm going to just find that because I really felt like that was a, that it's part of what we do, right? I mean, we talk about that all the time. We have to look at ourselves and we have to say, what about me is being triggered by this kid mm. and I'm going to be the adult in that situation and I'm not going to be triggered. Doesn't mean it happens all the time. No. Doesn't mean we can step back and go, okay. That was really triggering to me. That was really um, challenging for me. Let me unpack why that was so triggering. What was I feeling in that moment, right? We talk a lot about kids and identifying their feelings, but us as adults, we don't always identify our own feelings. Like all we say is, I'm just really mad at my kid right now because they did X, Y, and Z, but really we're feeling um, unappreciated or we're feeling disrespected or we're feeling... Um, you know, trying to think of some of the ones that I, that I regularly feel, right. I regularly feel that I'm unappreciated by my children when they do, like we were talking about this just before Chris and I were just chatting about this. Like we, we bend over backwards to take our kids to events and to do things that they want. You know, I spent hours shopping with my girls for some things that they needed for theater and for, um, you know, swimsuits for the summer and all of these things. And then it's like, can you unload the dishwasher? And it's like, you ask them to like, you know, uh, recreate something that was going to take them nine hours. I'm like, we've timed it. It takes four minutes to unload the dishwasher. Why are we having this meltdown? But in that moment, I'm feeling unappreciated because yep. I just spent hours shopping for the things, spending my hard earned money on things that you want for things that are not, I mean, do we have to have swimsuits? Do we have to be in theater productions? Those kinds of things. And so I'm feeling in that moment, I'm feeling unappreciated that 
when I was asked to take you to the store so you could get the things you needed, I didn't whine and complain and say, oh my gosh, I'm going to have to spend my afternoon like this. I said, come on, let's go. Let's get to the store. But the reality is that is part of my job as an adult. And so to help my kids get to that place where when they're adults, they can look at their kids and they can do those things and not have the same reaction, you know, when their kid says to them, you know, mom, can you take me to the store? I need to get, you know, black leggings for my performance. And they don't go, oh my gosh, I have to take you to the store. Like they do, you know, like we, we picture that, but they're not going to do that. Why have I got to take you to the store? Why have I got to take you to the store? Cause that, yeah, I was just thinking there. adult that does that, right? You know? <laughs> but I was just thinking there, throw that back in their face just for once, right? Like, <laughs> react that way. Mm-hmm. And then when they look at you like you're, you know, losing Crazy. it, go, <laughs> you see how ridiculous that was? <laughs> this right. is how I feel when you do that to me. Yeah. 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 So, so, I mean, I, I don't know. Um, but like, like, again, we talk about, like, you know, keeping these these episodes in similar length of time. Um and I don't know if we're going to just give some, some, some things, uh, you know, in this, like some ways you can connect with kids that you're, that you're struggling with. But, but I will say that, that you have to think, um, you know, you have to think in terms of, uh, you know, of, of the day as an arc. Uh, and you have to do your best to start the day well. But I think you also have to do your best to end the day well. Because we always talk in terms of like, let's start the day well. But I think if you don't end the day well... I think that you are starting like you're giving tomorrow the potential for a deficit already, right? And so, um, yeah. you know, so we we had a, a tough, we you know, the, 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 there was there was some uh, thunderclouds in the area tonight when we landed the plane at our house, uh, Chris. <laughs> uh, we just kept taking, but like we texted Chris a couple of times, bouncing the start recording time up by 15 minutes, and then he just texted us. <laughs> so 10 then with a question <laughs> mark. Um, uh, yeah, and so that's that's the kind of night it was at our house. But the way it ended is the kids we were struggling with, they were all sitting on our bed. Um, we, we made sure that, that we were okay. The one that was struggling the most, she smiled and, and laughed a little bit. Um, Kayla bit her. It was just a, a tiny little bite. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't like... like I, t- I told her, I said, on the podcast, I'm going to tell people mom bit you. <laughs> and she laughed. Oh, yeah, it was one of those like this, this kind of... Re- yeah, it's weird though because it's you know. Yeah, I'm, I was going to explain. You don't have to be so defensive. Um, <laughs> They're like kind of rested. Kayla for biting her children. I'm like, Good you grief. didn't. You kind of just you rested your like she had a sweater on and you just rested your teeth on it and she started. And to then smile. she kind of started giggling because she's like, and what I said, are you doing? I'm so I was just trying to be goofy. <laughs> You're being goofy, right? And so um, that's a good way for us to to do it. And and so that's why you know we tell parents a lot that you have to have. Um, you know, because because the rhythm of your home is important. Predictability um, is 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 key crucial to success, right? The, the more trauma you've had, it's likely the more offsetting predictability you'll need. And so our kids need the predictability. You know, our uh, our upstairs AC went out the other day, Chris. And so, um, yeah. Fortunately for us, my cousin owns a heating and air company, and so he squeezed us into the schedule. And instead of making us wait two days, because that's how many appointments they didn't have any slots for two days, yeah. and he came out here and uh, and took care of it. So, so we we decided, well, let's make lemonade, and we're gonna have a family campout, and we um, you know inflated a mattress in in the in the living room. Uh, we had a mattress in the dining room. 
Kayla and I slept on the, on the couches in the living room. Uh, Josh slept uh, in the kids' school room. It was just kind of a fun kind of a thing. But by the time we woke up, all uh, except for Libby and Addie, uh, the other the three had list. gone. Yeah, the, the 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 other three had gone up to their beds because they couldn't settle. They can't sleep out of, out of their beds, and they really mm. struggle with it because they need the predictability. And they chose sleeping in what I think by that time was about like ninety two degrees upstairs in our house. They chose sleeping in that over being downstairs where it was cool. And so mm. because they need the predictability, which is why I tell people all the time: if you're super angry, like you're really fussed at the kids, do not do the just go to bed thing. No, 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 no. You have to have a well-established bedtime uh, ritual, which is just mm -hmm. a routine that builds connection. That's the way I think of ritual, right? Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a galvanizing ritual. Uh, routine, a, a ritual is a galvanizing routine, I think is the way I want to say that. Yep. And so, you know, everybody, like, like, take your vitamins, brush your teeth, go potty. Those are just, that's routine. But the ritual is the part where we gather in our bedroom and we'll sing songs or Kayla will read to the kids if she reads them, we'll make them chamomile tea, or I'll you know, goof around on my guitar and make up some goofy it's lyrics. It's not always we'll the little... same, but we have a kind of a, a something a that group you fit of in. Things that yeah. we yeah yeah like the popcorn kind of, story thing and that, yeah we've but, done different things over the years as they've gotten older and depending on how much time we have or whatever, but we always but we do always, something yeah connected. we always end the day together connected yeah. because if you don't. Uh, it's going to be constant up and down the stairs all night, knocking on your door at three o'clock in the morning because they couldn't sleep and tomorrow starts poorly. And so I think that, that as we kind of tie a bow in this episode, I, I think that, 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 that's, that I want to share that is that, um, that yeah, everybody's really focused on let's start the day well. And then by breakfast time, a lot of the times it's derailed because yep. you got up early to make to make muffins, and then they don't like muffins today. Yep. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't pull randomly from the air, but rather from his memories. Uh, and and so <laughs> you know, but we focus so much on how things start. Well, a lot of things in this world that have been enormously successful started pretty poorly, but because we hung in there, and we did the work. And we decided, made some good decisions and, and decided that no matter how the day goes, because I promise you, if you're frustrated with your children, it is likely that they are equally or more frustrated with you. Because parents think it's a, it's a one-way street. Oh, you're, you're, you're just wearing me out. Well, I promise you, your kids think that you're just wearing them out too. And so it's important for both parties to, to reestablish that. And, I, and our 13-year-old daughter to, went to bed tonight and she did not want to come and and do the the nighttime. Uh, we call them snuggles, even though that's not the entirety of it. But uh, and she's like, I don't want to do that tonight. I'm like, oh baby, dad, daddy's like just not going to let you uh, give you a choice. Just come with me. And I said it just like that. And she kind of frumped out of bed and came. But you no, know she went to bed happy, reconnected, um, yeah. and and I think that that was 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 like. Like end the day well, because you give give tomorrow a better chance of, of connecting with the kiddos. Yeah. Okay. Well, if you've got any things that you do with your kids that help build that connection, even when you don't want to be building the connection, we would love to hear those ideas. And we're always looking to, to learn where we can be better parents and where we, we can assist others to be better parents. So feel free to shoot us an email at info at onebighappyhome.com with those suggestions and we look forward to perhaps <coughs> sharing them with all the rest of our listeners in the future. 
Any last words, uh, Kayla? No, I'm good. I think uh, I think this has been good. I think these are, yeah, like you said, these are things we need to hear too, right? Yeah. I mean, these are just before recording this episode, all of us had moments like this <laughs> right. where we were like, I don't want to connect with this kid, but I know that's what I need to do. You know? Yeah, this was an easy. This was an easy one to, to come up with the topic, no <laughs> doubt. <laughs> Well, as always, we appreciate uh, your listening. If you are not subscribed to the podcast, you can do that on any of the platforms that uh, you find podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, or in all those locations. Hit that subscribe button. And if you're already subscribing, uh, you know, give us a like. Give us a, a nice five-star rating if you've gotten value and enjoyed listening to us. As always, thanks for listening. <laughs>